This is the KFDM Morning Show podcast from the most watched morning team in Southeast Texas. Right now in your headlines, a developing update this morning. Crews have now contained all leaks at the Nederland tank wash. That's where a transport trailer began leaking Lubrizol 1389 Saturday. The substance is a lubricant additive and it was producing low levels of hydrogen sulfide gas, which gives off an odor kind of like rotten eggs. Many residents in the area have complained and have criticized what they call the city's delay in getting the word out. The next step is removing the trailer and then cleaning the site to remove the odor. It's not clear how long that will take. Bower Garden Road remains closed in that area. The Texas Department of Public Safety is releasing the name of a driver killed in a crash that injured another driver in Beaumont. Troopers say 26-year-old Corey Sparkman of Beaumont died in the collision. According to the DPS, Sparkman pulled out from a private drive yesterday afternoon into the path of a pickup truck on FM 105 in Orange County. Sparkman died at the scene. The 29-year-old driver of the pickup was a man from North Carolina. He was injured and taken to Christus St. Elizabeth Hospital in Beaumont. A warning this morning from the top prosecutor in Jefferson County amid the holiday season and beyond. District Attorney Bob Wortham says scammers prey on people this time of year. He tells us he recently received a call from someone pretending to be with Publishers Clearinghouse, telling Wortham he'd won $7,000 a month for life. But after research, it was learned the company always contacts winners in person when the amount is that large. Wortham has some advice when it comes to protecting yourself. The people that do watch the news and then read the newspaper, will share this information with their friends, their neighbors, their relatives, and everything like this. We need to find a way to stop this. We want this to be the happiest Christmas our citizens have ever had. I don't want it to be ruined by being a victim of a scam. Parents in one small southeast Texas school district say the district is sliding their children when it comes to bus transportation. It exists, but the bus doesn't fully go into their neighborhood. In fact, parents must drive nearly three miles to take their children to the bus stop. The Morning Show's Angel San Juan has more in this week's Spotlight on Schools. And the morning times when it's really bad. It's not the safest location for a school bus stop, but the 30-plus students who live in a wooded community called Outlaw Bend in rural Hardin County have no choice but to come here to get on the bus, even though it's almost three miles from their homes. Right by a railroad tracks in a very busy road with driver, some drivers that aren't concerned with our children's safety. Renee Nugent is not alone in her worries. The mother of three, along with other parents and grandparents, are upset with the West Hardin County Consolidated Independent School District in Saratoga. The district provides the students who live in this area bus transportation, but it's far from accessible. Longtime resident Jimmy Ford says it was not always like this. We always had the bus stop down there. Now they have moved it two miles up the road and I can't seem to do anything about it, but there are so many parents that are in the same boat as me. Parents have to rearrange their schedules to provide their children transportation, which they say almost defeats the purpose of relying on a school bus. It just takes up resources that unfortunately a lot of parents out here don't have. Um, it's not an option for these kids to walk three miles down a dirt road at 6 a.m. It's just not logical. We have to get here 30 minutes early on account we never know what time the bus is going to be here. And if we're not here, then he leaves the kids and we have to drive all the way to the school, which is a long ways. There's parents out here that don't have transportation. I pick kids up from two different households. 
And confounding the parents even more is that neighboring school district, Hardin ISD, does send its school bus deep into a nearby wooded neighborhood and does not make its students travel a long distance to catch the bus. I understand that it ta our taxes get allotted to many different things, but one of them things is bus service. And I feel like we are not getting what we are paying for. Billy Vidal and his wife also have children at West Harden, and they claim the school district is intentionally neglecting their community. The poverty and the racism, because they look at it and they judge us because of we stay up in all our being. You know what I'm saying? And when, when you stay in our law being, and, and no, nobody want to sit back and tell a story. But we didn't been through enough, and nobody will take up for you because you're either black or you're poor. The parents have identified two locations closer to their homes for bus stops, one of them the Solid Rock Full Gospel Church. They say the locations are more convenient and safer. Lloyd Dodson, a West Harden grandfather, is leading this effort, but so far the school district is not budging on this bus stop stalemate. We can't get the superintendent of the school to come out here and look at this and try to agree with us. They cramming this site down our throats, sir. And it's dangerous. I'm sorry, but it's dangerous. We reached out to the superintendent of West Harden County CISD about the parents' concerns. Dr. Jim Armstrong blames road conditions for the school bus not doing door-to-door -door pickup in Outlaw Bend. He says the roads are in significant disrepair and are unsafe due to their instability. Dr. Armstrong says they become even more dangerous when it rains. He says buses are not supposed to cross a roadway covered by water. He adds that due to the bad roads, the wear and tear on the buses is excessive. The bus should come and get our children. I mean, it's just simple as that. They don't want to budge. They, no, we're, we're just not coming down there. In the meantime, these neighbors say they will continue to work together to get their young people to the bus stop so they don't face any roadblocks to their education, while the school district says it is working with the county to prioritize road repairs in relation to its bus routes. That was Angel San Juan reporting. The parents told us that one of those children who lives in Outlaw Bend is a special needs student who's supposed to be picked up at home and not forced to go to the bus stop. But the superintendent, Dr. Armstrong, says students who receive special transportation as part of their special education services are picked up in accordance with their individualized education plan. If you have any issues impacting your school district that you'd like us to look into, send us an email, sos at kfdm.com. Well, thousands have been affected by devastating tornadoes that touched down in several states over the weekend. This morning, there is a way you can help. You can make donations that enable the Red Cross to prepare for, respond to, and help people recover from these disasters. KFDM has teamed up with the American Red Cross and our partners at Sinclair for Sinclair Cares Tornado Relief. You can help those in need rebuild their lives by simply making a financial donation or simply make an appointment to give blood. Go to SinclairCares.com to get started or follow the link on our website, kfdm.com. And now, your daily weather forecast from the Southeast Texas Weather Authority. Uh, still muggy outside, though. I'm tired of that. I'm, I'm, I liked that cool stretch that we had. Well, <laughs> if you were outside this morning, a little in our area, we are getting some fog right now, mm -hmm. and it's really dense. And that's because, well, it's not the normal fog. It's the sea fog that we're seeing that rolled up off of the coast, started last night, has continued through the morning. You see that really white patch right there near Orange, Lake Charles, and Cameron. Well, it's really dense, so it's stretching over to mid-county. You see just three miles of visibility and a mile of visibility in Orange. 
important H's, Sabine Pass is getting this also. We're pretty good in Beaumont. We have a little fog, but you see 10 miles of visibility for us. It's going to continue to be there. We expect that to burn off at least just a little after daybreak. So if you do have to get out early, drive slow, be careful because it is very dense over there. Overall, temperatures, well, you see low 70s already up in the lakes. Pretty much the same for the Triangle. Got a few in the 60s. You see Babes of Harris Golf Course at 69. Right along with Hillcrest, the Sabine Pass is at 68 degrees right now. Pretty much 68 along the coast as well. Satellite imagery for the last six hours. You see a few residual showers for the last six hours as we move into the early morning. We're still expecting to see some showers today. We'll get into that a little bit in the forecast. And here's your marine outlook for today. Nice day to get out on the water. Moderate rip current risk, good one to three feet of surf, and the UV index will be at three. And here are the temperatures hourly as we move on with the morning planner. 7 a.m. looking at 69 degrees. Easily gets up to the low 70s, 73 by 9 a.m., 77 by noon. Looking for a 78, 79 here in the Triangle area, a little bit 80s up in the north part of the lakes. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow for the KFDM Morning Show Podcast.